TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah. You already know. Play that Yankee music. Mob Deep shook ones. It's Yankee Stadium vibes. I mean, the Yankees just made a trade. We got to talk about it. I mean, we talked about it a little bit with Steve Summers, who just joined me. Shout out to Steve. When the news broke, Paulie and I went over it real quick. My initial reaction was, ew, Verdugo. Oh, no. I don't know. I hate the Red Sox. It's just in my blood. I just, there's something about looking at those guys. I don't want that over here. I don't I don't want us doing deals with the Red Sox. Steven Drew, um, it is what it is. 877-337-6666. All the calls are lining up Verdugo. So let's hear from you. Chris and Oldbridge, talk to me. You're on the fan. What's up, Keith? How's it going? Great. Thanks for calling in. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, so I think Verdugo is a great acquisition. Um, you know, Johnny Gavin was in love when he first came in and he became one of the most beloved Yankees of all time. Uh, I really think Verdugo is going to be a great Yankee. He ain't no Johnny Damon, but I'm with you. Go ahead. He's a left-handed bat and, uh, he's, 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 a, he's got power. He's got a great arm. He's a great outfielder to be in the corner and left field to be out there with the left fielders, uh, uh, uh not bleaches, but, um, are you okay? Are you okay if they stop there and say that's our left fielder and they don't pursue a Juan Soto trade? I don't believe that's going to happen, but that would, that would be okay I, I, with you. I don't want Juan Soto. I think Juan Soto is going to choke in New York. He he played for the Nationals and he played for the Padres. That's not New York. He's going to choke big time. Everyone's mm-hmm. on Juan Soto train. Juan Soto is not going to be a Yankee, and, and the Yankee that's going to be a Yankee is going to be uh, Otani. It's going to be a smokescreen signing and the Yankees are going to sign Otani without a doubt. All right, I got to let you go, Chris. Thanks for the call, bro. Appreciate it. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Like, I do appreciate the call, but nah. That's some Mets fan conspiracy right there. I love yeah, that. Yeah, might a smoke screen for Shohei. Sound like it might have been a Mets fan to me. I don't know any Yankee fans that think Juan Soto and Choke in New York. What are we talking about? Memorial Day weekend, he hit a bomb to the second deck in Yankee State. He's not choking. That, that that stadium was packed. Juan Soto is a dog. I went to Dodger Stadium and watched him win the home run derby after he arrived late because he had to board his own flight since the Nationals wouldn't fly him out, and he turned down their 15-year, uh, 440 
million dollar contract. Spiteful Nationals said, get your own ride out there. You can't take our team playing and we're not paying for you to go out there, pay your own way. He said, that's fine. I'll go out there, win the home run derby, and it's just going to boost my legend. Yeah, I think it's fair that that Yankee fans might be a little apprehensive of how he'll play in New York, but it's he's too good to pass up, right? Like, wait, And the Padres have to move him. He played in the World Series. I don't care that he played in D.C. He played on the main stage, the fall classic against the Astros. I do want... That's right. I do wonder if the Yankees maybe are concerned about his health, about his back issues, knee issues, uh, and maybe do they, are they afraid of him turning into like another Giancarlo situation? I was just talking the, to Marco about that. That back end of a, if you give him, because if you make a trade for him, you're going to sign him, clearly, right? You're, you're, they're going to give him $500 million if they make this trade. I think they, they can be mindful of his health and his fitness and all these other things. I also think that that bat plays, and I think he's more of a Pelotero than Giancarlo. I think he's more of a ball player than Stanton is. Stanton is more of an athlete, masher, chopper at the ball. This guy is a pure hitter, baseball player, loves the game. 100% agree. I'm just saying, with the... He's had about three or four back injuries. I think he's been on the IL with the back stuff. But he plays. He plays. No, of course. Of course. But it's something you have to take into consideration if you want to trade two or three out out of your top five prospects. I guess. And I wonder, is that what Cashman is thinking? Is that he's you know he's already having blowback with Giancarlo because of all the injury history? Is he a little you know a little a little cold shoulder ish about this? No, I don't think he's thinking that because this is a one year rental right now, and if he gets hurt during this season or he chokes during this season, then you can be apprehensive about signing him long term. Then you can think differently about hey, what kind of contract do we give Juan Soto? But as of right now, this is a trade to have Juan Soto. For one year. This isn't a long-term commitment. This isn't a long-term deal. This is a trial basis. And you absolutely run that free trial. Or not free trial, but you run that trial this year. uh, Trading prospects and seeing what he could do in this lineup. And then you play for next year. And we know there's a foregone conclusion that he's a Boris client. So he's going to test free agency. Whether he wins the World Series, he could win MVP with the Yankees. That doesn't lock him into being a New York Yankee. He's going to play for one year here. And then he's going to see what the market dictates and try and get the most money. Again, this guy turned down $440 million. Like He's looking over $500 million um, for his next contract. 877-337-6666. Gabe in Wayne, New Jersey, next up on The Fan. Keith, thanks for taking the call, man. That last caller is out of his mind, all right? And let me <laughs> tell you something about the, let me tell you something about the injury stuff with Soto. Soto has played in 150-plus games in each of his full seasons besides the COVID shortened season and his rookie year. That's what I'm saying. He plays. He's he's 25 years old. This is the guy to chase, whether it's for the one-year rental or signing him beyond that. This is the guy that the Yankees never go after. The young, proven talent, right? Striking out on Harper, striking out on Machado. This is the guy to get. But let me tell you why the Verdugo signing is a good one, all right? The Yankees don't have any risk with the Verdugo signing. They get their left-handed batter, somebody that doesn't strike out a lot, right? And they got somebody that's 27 years old. At the end of the day, he's under control for one year. I don't think they're going to be able to package him in a deal to to get Soto because he's going to be owed, what, $10 million for next year? And the Padres aren't trying to pick up salary. They're trying to dump as much salary as possible, trying to have to take Grisham along with Soto uh, in exchange for all those prospects. So I think that this is going to be an addition, right? They They don't want to give Cody Bellinger 15 years and $250 million or whatever it is that he's rumored to be demanding right now. They want to get a guy to hold down the fort, to make a run for next year, and support 
Judge and Soto, ideally. But if they stop here, if this is the last move that they make, obviously this is a huge failure. Every Yankee fan should be seeing that. But I see this as the first move of many to come. I think that Soto's next. I think Yamamoto's also on that list. Um, and, you know, that's been the, the dream list for the Yankees. But that's what they got to get to make this a real run next year. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't, I don't know. I'm still holding out hope that maybe he could be flipped. Thanks for the call, Dave. I'm, I'm still I, – I don't know. Alex Verdugo does not – Make me feel like, yeah, it's a good, like I, I get it. It satisfies a need. You need outfielders, specifically left-handed hitting outfielders. But I just, I look at him as not a fit. I look at him as this is a guy that maybe gets sent to San Diego, right? I, I don't know what Gabe just said. I just looked up his contract. Uh, his his estimated base salary is a little bit over $9 million. That's not a lot of money. San Diego could, I know they're trying to cut salary, shed salary, but they could handle that. Um I think there's still a chance that he gets flipped. But there's also still a chance that Brian Cashman wanted this guy because there was a report out there two weeks ago that, oh, during the, uh, I guess, trade deadline, it was rumored that Glaber Torres could be traded uh, for Alex Verdugo. But that didn't go down. I'm glad that didn't go down. I don't think that's a fair trade. But, yeah, uh, more than two weeks ago. That was around November 9th. So we're almost a month ago that that was out there. And look where we're at today, December 5th. That actually has come to fruition. Alex Verdugo has been traded to your New York Yankees. 877-337-6666. Let's go to my guy, John, in Masbeth, New York. Keith, you know, I was telling a friend of mine earlier today, I hate the Major League Baseball offseason. Way too long. The NBA figures their stuff out in a day or two. The NFL figures out their moves in a week. Major League Baseball takes all winter, all spring long, you know, and you just hope for something. They call it the hot stove. There's a little match. There's a little tingling. You wait and you wait and you wait for any little crumb to fall. And what Brian Cashman gives us is Alex Verdugo, this piece of garbage, Alex Verdugo, this stupid little redheaded stepchild with this stupid grill and a stupid smile that nobody wants, nobody <laughs> likes. He's not welcome here. He's not welcome in New York. He's not welcome in the Bronx. The Brian Cashman thinks this is what he's going to get away with. He's not welcome either. I'm going to stand in front of his goddamn car, in front of Yankee Stadium. He's not going to park. He's going to walk through the freaking public entrance with his head down so everyone can boo that P.O.S. So that he's a P.O.S. He wants to sit here and talk bad about his fans and we don't know what we're talking about. No, we know Yankee baseball. We want winners. We want Juan Soto. We don't want this piece of crap Alex Verdugo on that team. Get him the hell out of here. He's not welcome here. Alex Verdugo, if you ever hear this, go ask yourself. All right, John and Masbeth, the leader of the Fire Cashman Brigade. He's already pissed off at Brian Cashman. Brian Cashman makes this move, this first real trade of the hot stove offseason after the Yankees go 82-80 and 80 after Brian Cashman told everyone he thinks he's really effing good and that he trusts his process and his people. And he had an excuse for every single thing from Joey Gallo to Sonny Gray to... Giancarlo Stan, the first move is Alex Verdugo. He doesn't fit what we see right right now that we need. He's not a guy that we're looking at right now like, oh, man, I just said to Marco, where do we bat this guy? <laughs> where, where does he impact the lineup? 
We bat him uh, at the bottom of the lineup where we were hitting Everson Pereira. <laughs> Glenn in New Orleans, you're on the fan. Hey, uh, Keith, nice talking to you. Haven't called in since baseball season ended. I love your previous caller. That's how I feel about Verdugo, and I am a Red Sox fan, as you know. <laughs> right. what, what, what you're getting in Verdugo, uh, let's first start off and say he's going into his uh, last year on his contract, so you know he's going to want to do as well as he can. But I've been calling him Verdugo for uh, three, four years because you won't get 90 feet out of the guy. I heard Jim Palmer say more than once, all we're asking for is 90 feet. He, he, he loafs, he's lazy. The guy could be a 300 hitter. He has talent. And in Yankee Stadium, I wouldn't be surprised if he plays for y'all this year if he hit 20 to 25 home runs. He's got the power to do it, uh, especially in that park, uh, not so much in Fenway. But uh, long term, you know, if the Yankees were to keep him and then sign him after that, uh, I don't think y'all are going to like what uh, you're seeing. So my only question is being a Red Sox fan is, can you tell me anything about the three suspects that we got? Are, are any of them any good? Anyway, Keith, nice hearing you talking baseball again. Can't wait for more. Thanks. Glenn, thanks for the call. I can't tell you much about those three guys. I, I, I'm familiar with Greg Weissert, who I'm like, whatever. Um, came out of the bullpen. I mentioned the Fordham connection. He never quite materialized. He never actually turned in to what we wanted him to be. There's more uh, hits and home runs off the guy than we remember strikeouts and big moments. He just didn't have it at the major league level. Uh, the other guys are not major league players. Uh, you're, you're getting some arms. So when I saw the uh, Jeff Passan tweet, you know, I didn't even, I think I quoted MLB trade rumors, but um, Jeff Passan broke the news and he said, uh, right-handers, you're getting three right-handers in Rashard Fitz, Greg Weissert, and Nicholas Judice. So they're arms. And the way that this stuff works, I'm blanking on the guy that went to the Red Sox from the Yankees, and he pitched against us last year. I'll, I'll cook up his name uh, when we go to a break. But the way these things work, right, the Yankees will have Verdugo for this year, and uh, those guys will materialize with the Red Sox and then come back to haunt us. They'll pitch against us. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, he just said that Verdugo could hit 20, 25 homers in Yankee Stadium, I guess, because we're putting the theory together of the left-handed hitter in the short porch, but he's never hit more than 13 home runs in Major League Baseball. Uh I don't know. You can tell by the tone of my voice I'm not excited about this. It doesn't it doesn't do anything for me. As we and that's why I tell y'all, don't believe the hype. Don't set yourself up for disappointment. Don't get all fired up by rumors. Believe half of what you you know what I'm saying? Because then you get this and now people are pissed off. They're disappointed in the Yankees. Uh coming off of a disappointing season. It is only December 5th, but when you're waiting for breaking news from Jeff Passan to say that the Yankees traded for Juan Soto, Instead, you get the Yankees traded for Alex Verdugo. <laughs> Michael in Washington Township on the fan. Go for it, Mike. Hey, Keith, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> so, um, so my question obviously has to do with the Verdugo trade. Um, with the new acquisition, 
if, say, you know, he, he doesn't get moved in a Soto trade and it ends up him and, say, we get Yamamoto, do you see this offseason still as a failure or do you see it like as, like, like still? What would be your take on the offseason if just if started? This ends? They, they can't, they have, after 82 and 80, after missing the postseason, you can't sell the fan base on. We traded for Alex Verdugo and we signed Yamamoto. Most of the fans don't know who Yamamoto is. That's that, that doesn't move the needle for anyone. That doesn't get people going. I mean, the baseball nerds or like just the, like more than casual baseball fans are like, great, Japanese ace, MVP, bring him over. But the 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 Yankees have more less than casual fans than anyone, right? The Yankees have so many fans that barely can name players on the team. You need a star. You need a Juan Soto presence and name that, that someone that doesn't really watch baseball can say, oh, the Yankees are back. Alex Verdugo doesn't move the needle for anyone. Pairing him with a Yamamoto and that being your offseason is not enough. I don't think that's what they'll do. Okay, and then the second and the final part of my question. Say Verdugo doesn't get moved and, you know, he's a New York Yankee for the 2024 season. How much leeway are you giving him? Are you expecting him to, you know, hit the ground running, or do you give him some time, or is it just, you know, you need to perform or else it's over, basically? Oh, it doesn't matter what I give him. I know the Yankee fans won't give him much time. I posted that video in the rain. I saw Fuzzy posted it, uh, him getting heckled, and I guess fans throwing something. The left field bleachers are rowdy. That's where the drunks are. That's where the young kids are. That's where it's, the, it's really wild. Like, there's no order over there. In in right field in 203, at least the creatures hold order around there, like, and at least regulate some stuff. In, in left field, that's where all the security is trying to calm stuff down. So if he's going to play left field for the Yankees and come back and not produce, he's going to hear it every day. And that's why I said I hope there's not that much Boston in his blood because that stuff can affect you. He didn't, he didn't choose to be traded to the New York Yankees, and now he's a Yankee. Brian Cashman made that decision. So let's see. He has to hit the ground running. He can't come in here and struggle because he'll get more of the ire than a struggling Glaber Torres. He'll get more of the ire than a struggling Anthony Rizzo, DJ LeMayu, uh, dare I say, John Carlos Stan. Uh, you know, I completely agree with you, Keith. Uh, Keith, as always, uh, thank you for the time, man, and have a good one. Thanks for the call, Michael. Uh this isn't it. <laughs> this is just December 5th. This is just a move. It could be clerical. It could be just one of those moves that have to be made before the next move could be made. You know what this is, Keith? This is all. This is what some Mets fans are reveling in right now. Good for is them. That, Good. Is that this is what all the Yankee fans are trolling the Mets about, all the bargain basement hunting. Fire up the spaces, hit your Mets chat. Big boom, all the, all the stuff. And now you guys get an, a serviceable player. Like, Verdugo is good. Verdugo is a good baseball player. Yeah, but we're trying to win the World Series. The Yankees, the Yankees. Juan Soto's just, only Juan Soto's in the game to a World Series? No, 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 no. But the Yankees, no, they have to go bigger than Alex Verdugo. And if they miss out on a Juan Soto and we're watching Alex Verdugo, it's going to be worse for Alex Verdugo. You feel me? Like, <laughs> like that being your trade, when when you're at the winter meetings, that's the trade trade you make, and and people are waiting on the Juan Soto trade. I mean, I you see everyone on Twitter. I know you followed that. This that sure. they're still in on Soto. This doesn't really mean no, too much. So now again, that could just be you know Cashman and Yankees but and the leaks trying to feel Cashman's feel words. Out. And I retweeted Andy Martino right because he said, yeah, Cashman said he's looking for two left-handed outfielders. Well, that's one, and if they don't. Go and get Juan Soto. They'll probably get Kevin Kiermaier. 
<laughs> Michael A. Taylor. Let's go, baby. Ah, Let's go. No, my nightmare. All right, 877-337-6666. Keep McPherson on the fan. Call me up. We're right back after this. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. I don't know this beat. <laughs> I'm like, I was waiting, I'm like. Uh I don't know this instrumental. KM to AM, Keith McPherson on the fan. I know a lot of beats. I don't know this one. Anywho. Oh, moment of truth, Gangstar. Okay, I'm not a big Gangstar guy. Respect to the OG. Um, There's a few Gangstar tracks that I like, but that's a classic right there. Anywho, New York City. Club going up on a Tuesday. Uh, hmm. I'm in here watching the Devils. It's 1-1. And uh, earlier tonight, we had Connor Hughes on to talk about Zach Wilson and Tommy DeVito. Then we had the schmoozer, Steve Summers, on. If you want to rewind in the free Odyssey app, you can go back to 820 and hear Connor Hughes. You can go back to 920 and hear Steve Summers. Also, every hour of this five-hour program goes straight to podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Spotify, people are sending me screenshots of their Spotify wrapped. Thank you for listening for thousands of minutes to my sports brain and me talk about sports every night. Let's continue. The news just broke about an hour ago, maybe less. Alex Verdugo to the New York Yankees. And I feel like the sentiment that I'm getting from Yankees fans, some in my live chat on TikTok, at Keith McPherson, some on Twitter, is just already gloom and doom. It's already, oh, man, this is what we're doing. Why this guy? I hate this guy. He doesn't fit with the Yankees. He's a Red Sox. Why are we getting Red Sox players? The Devils just went up 2-1. 
um, for my Devils fans listening. We'll definitely talk some puck. I think we've exhausted the Zach Wilson conversation. Of course, we exhausted that like two years ago. Um, Tommy DeVito, Tommy Cutlets, good for him. The conversation the rest of the night for me, I have less than 90 minutes left. It's going to be around Alex Verdugo, the New York Yankees. What do we think they're doing next? Do we think that Juan Soto's still on the table? I do. And just tell me what you see happening with this team um, with Alex Verdugo. I mean, Cashman came out today and said, after the season we had, there aren't many untouchables. So I would think there are some guys that could be moved, traded, and they didn't give up anybody that matters to the Yankees to get Alex Verdugo. So, like, if we can actually take the person out of the deal, you just got a left fielder, a left-handed hitting outfielder that can play left field, who's a, a veteran in the game now. He's He's been in Major League Baseball seven years. He played for the Dodgers. He played for the Red Sox. So he's played in big markets. He was obviously part of the Mookie Betts deal. And, um... I think he'll be a more serviceable outfielder than some of the guys we saw trotted out there last year. That's all I could say about it. But I, I'll also say that to say this. He could also get flipped. At $9 million in salary, I think Juan Soto is going to make like $30 million this year. Um, at $9 million in salary, if the San Diego Padres are looking to get an outfielder to pr- replace Juan Soto, like, okay, we'll do the deal with you, but we don't want to have a hole in our starting lineup. I don't know. I'm dreaming that Verdugo is the piece that they flip because the Yankees don't have any outfielders to send them. They have pitching, they have prospects, but they don't have any proven major league level outfielders to send in a trade. They need outfielders, and that's what also scares me because Cashman put out there that he was looking for two left-handed outfielders. That could be Verdugo, and that could be Kevin Kiermeyer. And they could tell San Diego, we're not getting fleeced. I'm Brian Cashman. I think I'm really effing good. And I tell you what to do. You don't tell me what to do. 877-337-6666. Young Josh and Passaic back on the fan. Hey, Keith. How you doing? I'm good. I'm not tripping over this move. It's December 5th. It's fine. I'm watching the Devils. Uh, Had two good guests on. Still got plenty of time. Casamigos, big shot of the night coming up, you know. Wait, so first, Keith, you saying I think you don't have any outfielders to give the Padres. The Padres don't want Giancarlo Stanton? Big power threat? <sighs> it's too expensive. They they don't have yeah, any money know, over there. Nobody wants him. And I was about to say, on top of what he cost, like he, he hit 190 this year. Nobody nobody wants him. The Yankees are stuck with him. But first, if you listen to winter meetings today... Oh, he's gearing up. He's super motivated. Aaron Boone and Brian Cash would talk about John Carlos Dan. He's he's working on being more athletic. Yeah, all right. First work on just making contact on the ball. But does this move, does it make you think that Brian Cashman is going to use this as an excuse? They only can go up to little guys and he said, well, we got Verdugo. Verdugo's a great player. Or is this the start of a big offseason for the Yankees? I hope that it's the latter, the start of a big offseason for the Yankees. I hope this guy is a fourth outfielder bench piece. And going to the NFL, I mean, it's great to see DeVito get the start. I would, I'd really want to see, you know, Daniel Jones always struggles. He doesn't, he, he doesn't get those primetime wins. Can you imagine Tommy DeVito and his first primetime game comes in and gets us a W, which Daniel Jones has never been able to get us? 
Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't bank on that. I wouldn't bet on that. Uh, you can imagine it, but I just I look at what the Packers are doing. They found their identity and they beat the Chiefs in prime time. And they also was you know they were the first game on Thanksgiving. They went to Detroit and knocked them off. They're looking again to be the only game on for the third week in a row and actually face the easiest opponent that they face. I just I don't see the Packers coming in here and losing. I mean, the Packers are just a frustrating team with me because, of course, it comes back to fantasy, but I meant to draft for she White in my draft, and Tommy ran out as I clicked on him. So it just gave me Christian Watson, and I dropped him the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, didn't you call and ask about Christian Watson? And I he know, had two and touchdowns. I was put 25 bucks in for him. It's tough, man. That's how the cookie crumbles. And watching the last two games, it just goes off. And my receivers... I don't have a single quarterback left. I have Addison, Garrett Wilson. Well, it's not your year, Josh. You're not going to bring home the bag. You're not going to be first place. That's what happens to all of us. We can't win fantasy every year. Luckily, at least I got McCaffrey the sixth pick. Didn't go for Nick Chubb. Well, good pick. Thanks for the call, Josh. Jack in Secaucus, New Jersey. Tell me something. You're on the fan. Hey, Keith, first-time caller. Thanks for having me tonight. Ding, ding, ding. We're getting more first. Welcome in. Yeah, well, you know, definitely wanted to call in after seeing the Verdugo trade come through tonight. You know, at first glance, when I was looking at it, I, you know, kind of thought it was crazy, and I, I hated it, and I, I don't didn't want to see Verdugo in pinstripes personally. But the more I wrap my head around it and I think about it, I think it's a step in the right direction, the Yankees, as far as going for hitting for average. And at the same time, I don't think they're even close to being done in this offseason. I, I fully expect them to do more. So I'm not really going to focus on the Yankees right now. I just have one quick question for you. Seeing that the Red Sox are, you know, letting go of Verdugo or, or moving on from him, rather, um, do you kind of expect for them to be um, kind of on an off year, a rebuilding season next year? Or do you think they'll kind of reload with their own free agent prospects and trade acquisitions? And you expect them to be a little bit more competitive this year? Um, fighting I'm not. The I'm not sleeping on the Red Sox. As soon as we think they're going to be nothing, they. I mean, look what they did to the Yankees last year. I'm not sleeping on Alex Cora. They fired Heim Bloom. I don't know what they're going to be. I'll tell you this though: they are preparing to be better. They have a whole project launching to revamp Fenway by like 2027. They want to put a bid in for an All Star game. They're not looking to be last place bottom feeders. For much longer, I wouldn't sleep on the Red Sox and, and what they're trying to do. Uh, they they surprise people every year. We try to count them out. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And I honestly just think of them as a sleeping giant. So it's just a matter of time for those guys to be back in the mix too. Yeah, they have some pieces, and we don't know. They could quietly be making moves behind the scenes for this off season. I don't even know who they hired as their their GM after uh, Heim Bloom. I know uh, Kim Ang was interested in it, but I think they're... Okay, Bill O'Horloran? I, I I guess I missed that. I don't follow uh, WEEI up there or, or Red Sox Twitter, but I just Googled it. Bill O'Horloran is the new general manager of the Boston Red Sox. So I guess Billy is uh, trying to make some moves for Boston. Thanks for the call, Jack. 877-337-6666. Tell me what you think. Tell me... How you feel? I mean, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to feel, but I'll tell you this. It's December 5th. It's December 5th. There's three months of this. January, February, March. They they make moves all the way into spring training. I'll also tell you this. 
with the cast of characters you saw in the outfield for the New York Yankees having Alex Verdugo try to remove the name and the image and the face and the team he's coming from. Just go to baseball reference and look at his average. And, and like like the last caller just said, maybe it's a shift. He hit 264 last year, 280 the year before that, 289 the year before that, 308 in the COVID year, like 294. He he's look at the averages on the Yankees team. Look at where the Yankees batting averages are. So they're looking at this guy like, okay, he's a good hitter. Uh, he's a left-handed hitter. He's a good outfielder. That's what we need, regardless of if fans are going to throw baseballs at him. It is what it is. All true. Real quick, uh, Yankees Hot Stove is on with Yes right now. Yeah, the they started late tonight. Started late. I want to play something real quick from uh, Michael K. and Jack Curry specifically yeah, sure thing. on it. So just listen to this real quick. I have never heard a GM and a manager talk about a player who's under contract on another team. It was. It's like Soto's here already. I mean, they're they're singing the praises of Soto. I their their default is always, "Well, I can't talk about him. He's on another team." That was not the case today. Aaron Boom was singing the praises. You just heard Brian Lidmerdt do the same thing. That was a little startling. I think that they've talked about him so often in their own suites and in their own offices, and we know that they're pursuing him. And I think the deal is going to get done. That you're almost right, Michael, that they are almost seeing him in pinstripes. There is a rule. It does get kind of murky because the Padres have almost said that they're trading Soto as well. But I think as they are talking about him, they're sort of giving scouting reports as well so right. maybe that's covering them yeah. uh, i mean so right there is just curry the, the big part is curry saying i think a deal is gonna get still, done it's still a nothing burger you know what i'm saying but, how how we're talking about how guys are talking about a guy it's juan soto no one speaks down on the guy no like, but the point is how openly they're talking about it when normally that's not the the uh, norm that, of see, talking I, about another guy under contract with I'm another jaded, team bro that doesn't mean anything to me how they're speaking about him you know and I and I trust Kaster. Kaster, right? He's been in this forever, and he's he's heard them say, you know, no comment or we can't speak on the player. But I, that's nothing to me. Like, well, I, again, for me, it's Jack Curry who's as locked into anyone. I don't mean saying, to invalidate I, your I think, opinion right. or, no, or no, what sure. they're saying. I just as a Yankee fan, uh, to me, it's just more smoke and mirrors. Oh man, they're speaking so glowingly of him. Get the deal done. You're right. in the front of the line. I haven't heard sure. names of any other team with Juan Soto. No, you. It's all. It's all pointing at the Yankees. It's a question of oh, what they're going to give up. Do the Do the Yankees want to give up Drew Thorpe and Michael King, and you know whoever else the Padres are going to ask for because they're going to ask for the moon, and they should because he's that good. Do are, are do the Yankees and do and does Brian Cashman have the guts to get rid of these top prospects? That's all it comes yeah. down to. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Heim Bloom was the chief baseball officer of the Boston Red Sox. Bill O'Halloran has been their general general manager since 2019. So I guess they're just looking for a chief of baseball operations. Um, I don't know. I, I'm trying to find anything else about Alex Verdugo. He's from the West Coast. He's from Arizona. I think the guy just thinks that he's like, I don't know. I don't want to talk down on him. He's on our team now. It is what it is. But I don't think that this is it. I think this is one of many moves to come because the Yankees know that they can't just do this. I did see a report floated out there that I wanted to leave with you guys before we break. And I don't really like this either, especially after we saw Aaron Judge run into the wall and like just oh, we got to keep that guy healthy. It's just more conversation about playing Aaron Judge in center field. 
And I just, I'm good on that. Like, he's a right fielder, and he really should, like, nah. Well, I don't know why they're so, and I know Judge wants to do it, right? I know Judge is, is, is 100% down for it, like, wants to take on the challenge. But, but yo, there's a whole judge's chambers built for you behind right field. Like, that is where you play. I don't know. There's a report that just came out. Um, I can't find it now, but it basically said that the Yankees are open to playing Aaron Judge in center field more next year. Okay, here it is from Yankees videos. The Yankees are comfortable with playing Aaron Judge a lot in center field if they are able to acquire Juan Soto. Does that mean they're going to put Juan Soto in right field? He played left field. I know he played right field with the Nationals. Whatever. We got to take a break. 877-337-6666. We'll come back before the Casamigos big shot of the night. Your boy KM on the fan, BRB. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Yeah, Paulie is digging in the crate. He's pulling out instrumentals. I don't even know. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Benny the Butcher. Griselda. The Butcher coming. All right. C-Mac. What's up? C-Mac's in the building. Anyway, uh, 877-337. A six, a six, and two more sixes. If you got something to say about Alex Verdugo... Call me up. I'll be your Huckleberry. Right now, the Devils are in the first intermission 4-2 against the Canucks. They're just letting everybody score goals. Um, Casamigos' big shot of the night coming up in the 11 o'clock hour. And all of my calls are about Alex Verdugo except for this one. Mikey and Queens back on the fan. Keith, what up, big bro? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? My man, let's get into it. Uh, let's talk some serious business. So my B-Day is Friday the 8th. You know there's only one thing I want for my B-Day this year. A here oh. we go, Cowboys <laughs> dubs. Come on, brother. I don't, on, I don't want man. them to ruin your birthday weekend. At least it's Sunday night football. You'll have enough fun before that. Listen, Sunday night football... I think the stat is they're eleven and eight. They're twenty two and eleven in prime time, right? So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But, I want to. Uh, I, I want to believe. I want to believe, but I've been burned too many times. I call them America's team to so laugh at. Everybody's going to be watching that game, and I just feel like what yeah. we what we saw the Dallas defense do against Seattle. That's not good. Yeah, that's not good. So if they that's, get that's into one of the questions I got for you. Yeah, if they get into a back and forth game, I trust Dak. You know, I trust Dak to do what he's been doing. He's on uh MVP run. Uh I trust the offense to put up points, but if the defense is giving up points and the Eagles are coming off getting whooped by the Niners, they're gonna be highly motivated to not lose back to back games. Super motivated. They're gonna be highly motivated, motivated to not lose the division. They're still the number one seed right now. If they've got anything they're they're gonna they're gonna give it all for that game on Sunday night. It's it's gonna be a hell of a matchup. I saw the line was Dallas Dallas minus three and a half plus one hundred. So I don't know. Yep. That's a fishy line to me. Dallas is favored as they should Super be fishy. at home. I don't know. I want to believe, but Dallas has only beat 
Uh, the only good quote unquote team they beat is a 500 team in the Seahawks at six and six, Seahawks. and that took everything for them to pull that game off yeah. on Thursday night. They got extra so rest. What do you think our What do you think our biggest challenge is going into this weekend? Like, what do you think if you had to pick one thing? You think it's the if don't the beat yourselves secondary. Listen, don't beat yourselves. The penalties and the decision making. I am fearful mm-hmm. of Mike McCarthy going for it or not going for it. Kicking the field goal, not kicking okay. the field goal. I'm feel fearful of penalties, false starts, passer interference. Like I'm, I'm fearful of them yeah. shooting themselves in the foot in a close themselves game. In the foot with that fully loaded revolver that they got in their pocket. That's their mo. The Cowboys are the most penalized yep. team over the last five years. I don't know if that's true, but it feels like it. It definitely feels like it. You think Shaq Leonard is going to have any effect on this game? Boo! Nah, hell no. One. Uh, he decided between the Eagles and the Cowboys. After visiting the Cowboys, he went to the Eagles, and I kind of knew First. he left. He left the Cowboys with no deal. He's going to Philly. They're gonna make sure they sign him because he's got a better opportunity to play there. Man, they've had a revolving door of linebackers. They've been searching for linebackers, and the Eagles and Howie Roseman—they're always trying to get better, right? They made the trade. For Kevin yep, Byard, exactly. Um, they, that like they're bringing in Leonard. I don't think he's gonna have a big impact on the game. I don't even know if he's healthy. I don't know how much he really is even ready to go. The Colts quit on him. The Colts were like, "Nah, you, we're good on you, bro." So I don't. I wouldn't worry about yeah. him. What I worry about is a motivated Jalen Hurts, a motivated DeAndre Swift, a motivated Devontae Smith, and AJ Brown, and that offensive and defensive line. If they're not banged up. They, I don't know. I don't know about Swift after him taking that hit last week. Right, if they're not if they're healthy, bro? yeah. If they're banged up, then that, that helps us. I said <laughs> on the fan last week, they're gonna be in a battle against the Niners. And if they survive that battle, yeah. there will be some casualties. I mean, Hertz left that game. So we'll see. We'll see. The Cowboys absolutely yeah. should win at home, but that's the the exact at kind home. of game that they let you down and lose. The big D stands for big disappointment. Go on to 15-0. But listen, if we do win, if we do do pull out of there with a dub, what are the chances that we do win the division? What do you think? Then it's on. Then it's on. And and we'll see what happens the rest it's of the gone. way. December football. If they beat the Eagles, they'll have the confidence that they can go and beat the Bills. And then the Fraud Bowl is Cowboys at Dolphins on Christmas Eve. Uh, then the Lions, they should be able to beat in the Commanders. Then it's on. The Cowboys will be able to have more wins than they had the last two years. All right, we got a break here. Coming up next, the Casamigos Big Shot of the Night, 877-337-6666. Call me up my last hour of KM to AM right after. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.